flop. Hi, old. <laughs> she was cheers to that. Flop and cheers. old. Cheers, big ears. I don't know what to say to that. I've run out. Run Sorry. out of? Of, like, funny phrases that we say around these parts. Oh, right, okay. What do else you remember can when, say? Do you remember when we used to be like, I'm going to commit all the time? Do you remember when that was like a catchphrase that we used to say all the time? Yeah. What just, about it? Just, no, just, You're bringing I, it back. I don't know, I don't know. Just you saying um, I've, I've run out just reminded me of that. Well, I'm, I've changed it to I'm going to unalive myself. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's what people say on TikTok, so their TikToks don't get deleted. And then now that we're Gen Z. Yeah, definitely. We're on the cusp, you know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like... Yeah, but it's embarrassing like to say that, isn't it? Like an identity crisis. A little bit, but... What I... are we? I sexually identify as a millennial. Do you? <laughs> as an attack helicopter millennial. I think we are millennials who want so badly to be Gen Z that we're like, it's fine, we're on the cusp. Yeah, any any reason. We just, like, ride the fence. Absolutely, but, I mean, at least we're not, like, cringe Gen, uh, Gen Z. I, I, would, I would disagree. <laughs> no, we're cringe millennials, that's what we are. Yeah, we literally have a podcast, what's cringier than that? Uh, they're hip and cool. Are they? The hip and cool fellow children. I think our audience is shrinking because I know James has not been listening to us. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't think is, any. Is it fine? I'm, I'm fairly concerned that me and you are like the only people that do. I'm Brett. <laughs> Shout out to Brett again. Uh-huh. Getting it in early this time. Yeah. Um. So this week has been stressful. For you. For me. Why? Because it was like the week of working and deadlines, but... Have you met all your deadlines? No, I've got one left, but oh. I'm not as stressed about the last one as I was the first two, so I feel... Today's the first day off where I'm not doing uni work or work. Yeah, well, you've been going to that table in town, haven't you? Yeah. To work there quite a lot. There's a coffee shop called The Table. Go and visit it. <laughs> in Warsaw. If you're nearby. If you're nearby. Supports uh, small businesses and lesser and MLM. We, well... We, where were we? We were in town the other day, and um, we went to Greg's, and there was like quite a long queue, for, and we were going to get like a coffee, and a, Adam was going to get a, a croissant, I think. Um, oh, and, a croissant! And he was like, <laughs> "Should we go to the table instead?" And we were like, "Yes." Yeah. So we walked all the way up to the table, and it was fucking closed. What time was it? It, it I don't know. They shut at like three. They shut at like three, and it was like I think it was a Sunday. Fuck, it's yeah. a Sunday. I think they're short Sundays and Mondays. I was just like, who closes on a Sunday? It's just rude, isn't it? They should be open 24-7 for our convenience. To One man runs that small <laughs> Maybe <business>. not 24-7, <laughs> but could at least open for a few hours on a Sunday. Yes, they could. But they shan't. Because uh, I imagine they would get more business on a Sunday than they would on a Wednesday. Maybe you should go in and tell them not to be surprised. Well, I, I went in on a Wednesday to do more work and I had a cheese. And was there people too. going in and out? Yeah. You're a liar. I'm not a liar. You lie! I think they have like um. Who said that when he was like, you lie! I can't remember. It's just one of them quotes that we say that we don't yeah. even know what the source is anymore. Speaking of old quotes, before we get into our fave things, I call you Reboot. You can call me Ghibli. Are you going to watch it? Um, Depends what it's on. I didn't realise it would be a whole season. I Neither did I until you said about like ten minutes ago. I was just saying to Joe that it's directed. I guess it's not directed by Dan Schneider because all this stuff's coming out about him being an aunt, being an aunt, possibly. But it's directed by Phil Lewis, which if anyone doesn't know who Phil Lewis is, he played Mister Mosby in the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And there's no running in his lobby. 
and there's no running in his lobby. And that was on Disney. So yeah. he's like, he said, Disney, yeah, but he also peace, been... I'm going to Nick and I'm going to direct the iCarly reboot. When was the last time Phil Loose was even on Disney? In my heart. <laughs> Every day. <he's laughs> I feel Disney. like the last thing he was on was probably Sweet Life on Deck. And when did that finish? Oh, hey, oh this boat's a rocking. Oh, hey, oh. That's not the theme tune. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. The Sweet Life on Deck. No, it's not. What is it then? It's definitely not. Oh, hey, oh this, this boat's a rocking. Oh, hey, oh, ain't no stopping us now. Oh, yeah, it is. Because we're living the sweet life. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, my you gosh. Think I don't know I this completely thing. forgot that that was the theme tune. You are so stupid. I'm such a fake fan. Honestly. Um, one of our. A, a girl we went to school with met Phil Lewis once in London, and she was like, "Oh my God, you're um that man from that show." That girl did not deserve the chance to meet Phil Lewis. <laughs> I would have been like, "Mr. Fucking Mosby." You're that man from that show. Oh, I would have. How does she know it was? How does she know it was him? I think she like, vaguely had seen Sweet Life, but she wasn't a stan like us. She yeah, but really how does know. she know that that was Phil? That could have just been any, any he was, black man he that was, she met in the street if she doesn't she know who he I is. I don't know, but he was like apparently really excited that someone like knew who he was. Imagine if we were there. Uh, but she didn't me, even really know who he was. That leads me to believe even more that it wasn't well, Phil Lewis. <laughs> I think it was Phil Lewis, and I want to meet Phil Lewis. I feel like she saw someone in the street Maybe and thought... Maybe he's cameo. And I can get a cameo of him telling me not to run in his lobby. I'd, should we have a look? Would you run in Phil Lewis's lobby? Yeah, <laughs> I'd run straight through his lobby. Mm. <laughs> I'd run in um, Esteban's lobby. Esteban Julio Ricardo Montoya de la Rosa Ramirez. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's on cameo. He should be. Uh, People no, would not. love that. He's not on cameo. I'm going to message him on like, Instagram and be uh, like, you should get on cameo, bro. Wait, is he on cameo? He is? Oh my gosh, he is on camera. Oh my god, Phil Lewis. £75. Oh, her name was Lauren. Lauren could have met him and had him say that to her for free. And now it costs £75. Look at his little face in all of his thumbnails. Does that look like a murderer to you? Uh, It looks like a manslaughterer. Yeah, apparently he's a manslaughterer. There's no apparently about it. We don't talk about it. There's no apparently (laughs) about it. (laughs) He's a manslaughterer. No. Um... But that's, you know, we don't judge people for that. Well, you would judge people. Well, them I do. <laughs> no. Okay, let's get into our favourite things of the week. Speaking of children's television, um, my favourite tweet this week is Imagine waking up here, but it's a saw trap and it's a picture of the, the, the <laughs> iCarly outside their flat. Yeah. I saw that you retweeted that. In the hall. That. Yeah, I saw yeah that as you soon as I retweeted that. that last night, you liked it. I was like, fuck it. That's my favourite tweet. Oh. Like, <laughs> Did it, you see the one that was like, um, it was like exactly the same. It was like you wake up here and it's a saw trap. But it was a crusty crab. It was the inside of the crusty crab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite tweet this week. Oh, also, I, I'm just like getting into like, I get like three a week now. <laughs> I follow this account called Fake Show Business. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> and they tweeted breaking every album, every album, every adult member of the Dolmio family. <laughs> Has now received two doses of the coke. <laughs> <laughs> the puppets from the adverts. Yeah. How funny is that? Right. I love it when they tweet stupid shit like Adele says, and it's just something really stupid. <laughs> yeah, she's like Adele says she'll be having chicken nuggets for dinner tonight or yeah. something stupid. Love it. Um, my favourite one comes th- uh, this week. Uh, is you know the trailer for Jungle Cruise the film. I thought that was out. Uh, I thought that the film was out. Been, the trailer's been released, but the film is on th- in theatres and Disney Plus at the end of July, apparently. 
And uh, someone is the rock in it. Well, someone retweeted that uh, the a tweet about the trailer, and it said filmmakers making a decision, and it's a picture of a crossroads. One way says an original idea, the other way says the, the rock, rock in, in a jungle. jungle. Honestly, all he does is do films in jungles. I know. Have you seen? Have I'm you seen like Jaman? Rock- what are they? Jumanji, Jumanji Two, yeah. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah. He's probably been in the jungle with Kevin Hart a few more times. Um, I'm not going to watch Jungle Cruise, are you? Uh, no. Isn't it based on the Disney World ride? Yeah, though? but the Disney World ride is literally a boat ride where they go around telling you puns. Yeah. So it's not going to be anything like that, you, is you, it? You don't know. I haven't watched the trailer, so I could not say. No, me neither. Um. Anyway, what's your favourite thing of the week? This thing. <sighs> My favourite thing this week, Jodie Covell, has been um, Tamisha Iman from season thirteen getting in my Twitter mentions. I knew this was gonna come up. Right, let's get into it. That's your favourite thing—the fact yeah. that she was rude to you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Joe loves getting interaction, whether it's good or bad, from drag queens. I just think, well, you ordered shoes from her, and now she's spitting in your face. The the whole situation is that I ordered some. She had. She's got some like high tops for sale as like merchandise. And they're $65, right? So I ordered a pair in February. And then there must have been an issue, her end and the manufacturer, and, I don't know, delays occurred. And um, there was, like, a... You know when you sign up to, like, a a shop online and you get, like, a newsletter email? Yeah. She would send the newsletter emails every few months or so. And one of them come through and it was like, the mistake has been corrected. And I thought that was like a threat that she killed Candy Muse. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. And in one of the emails, she called. She said something about Candy Muse, but she spelled her surname M U S S. Muse. Candy Muss. <laughs> Muss. <laughs> um, but she, she sends these emails out, and it's like the mistake has been corrected. All the orders have been placed with the manufacturer in China. You'll receive your tracking info when it comes to your country. X Y Z whatever so then you're waiting for a few more weeks and then another update comes through and it's like all the orders that were placed in the last two weeks have now been placed with the manufacturer you'll get your thing and i'm like well I, place don't, one in bed. I don't care about the orders from the last two weeks yeah. i care about the orders from fucking february who's ordering now knowing what's going on i have no idea and then somebody responded i well i've tweeted to tamisha a couple of times about it yeah just like as a joke yeah Bro, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> um, no, but I've, you know when you just sort of like, what's going on? And yeah. then you just at her. Um, somebody responded to me and he was like, keep us updated because a lot of people haven't received their orders. Yeah. And she, come Tamisha herself, replied to this guy and he was she was like, why do you need to be updated? Are you one of my customers? No, let me handle my business sort of thing. She calls everyone, like, my love. She's yeah. very And then she, she ended the tweet with, like, that emoji of the face that's, like, smiling, surrounded by little love hearts. Yeah. So it's, like, obviously, like, such a... Passive-aggressive. Yeah, p- very passive-aggressive. But I understand where she's coming from. Why does he need to be updated if he's not got an order? And then somebody else responded to me, being like, didn't you see his previous statement about him ordering from you um, for a friend with a terminal illness? And oh, then think... his friend passed away before he got to give it to them. Yeah. And I was like, I never said anything like that. I think they were on about that lad. They were on about yeah. that lad. They were on about the lad who responded to me. Yeah. Asking for updates. Yeah. 
saying that like he'd ordered something from Tamisha yeah. to give to his friend who was dying, yeah. and then his friend died before it came. Yeah, and he was like, uh, "Weren't you paying attention?" And I was like, "Well." I wasn't paying attention to that guy's profile. But yeah. I went through it. I went through literally his tweets and his replies. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything about... I don't yeah. know. So I don't know where he was like, weren't you paying attention? Paying yeah. attention to, to what? To what, yeah. Like, to me, she's not going to go through this guy's page to see if he's lost a relative in the last six months, is yeah. she? Do you know what I mean? But I do think... I went on her Twitter this morning and she is being really rude to anyone who dares ask where their fucking <laughs> shoes are. Yeah. And she's <laughs> dropping new shoes and shit or and merch all the time do you know she's got the Tamisha Iman network which is like a subscription service that's like Netflix or like Amazon Prime what do you get and it's it's like um, let me find it, it's ridiculously expensive as well I don't know what you get hang on uh, what's her name but I Tamisha. just don't know why she's dropping new merch when she can't even sort out the orders for her first drop honestly I have no idea and anyone who dares out, she put a thing saying that people are being like racist to her because she's black but people are literally just ordered from her and never got there. And it's 60... How much were the shoes? They're expensive. Yeah, I paid $65 for the shoes. I can't get into it. But the Tamisha Iman Network, to subscribe to it, it's like $25. A month? I, I think so. Yeah. But it's like... that's That seems like a lot. What do you get? I don't know. I'm not subscribed. I just don't understand what is going on, Matt. Me neither. Why... And... I understand, I understand if she's had an issue... With like the manufacturer in China, yeah, they've had a problem getting them out, whatever. Yeah, but when I was just like sort of, you know, I, I don't. I ordered them in February. That's like f- four months ago. Yeah, and it's like all I wanted was like an update. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's like your orders obviously in process yeah. or it's on the boat as we speak from China yeah. or whatever. But it was just like she comes back with people and with like these snappy remarks. And I know she's obviously getting a lot of it, a lot of people asking questions. Yeah. But I mean. If she just answered them and was straight up with people about what was happening instead of being passive aggressive. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the thing that's sort um, of irking most people is that she's sort of a bit cunty about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? She says it with a, like a, a, a twang of like, well, why are you asking? It's like, well, because yeah. you took my money. So I was just like, I either want my shoes to arrive on time and yeah, whatever. She's now making merch saying Scamisha Iman. And it's like, yeah, that's funny, but also... Who's going to buy it? Who's going to buy it now? Because you literally not said... Oh, I haven't sent anyone their order. Let me make more merch <laughs> yeah. about the fact that I don't send people yeah. their order. Yeah. Like, she's like also she's she keeps dropping like new merch like pride and merch. it's all horrid it's ugly as yeah, sin it is look at this text this font she's used to I put her name the on one, it the shoes that i ordered i got them because i you know they've got a picture of her yeah. on and they're not they're not the worst yeah. shoes ever and they're just cut this at font the time that she's put on this shoe it's like if you go into word it's like one of the really ugly fonts that you put on a powerpoint side when you're like 12 yeah they're you know not I mean? they're not like well designed at no. all, but the the shoes that I ordered with like her face and stuff on and like the blue, I you know they're not the worst shoes ever. Yeah. But there's some of the stuff that she does release is a bit like questionable. Like who yeah. who would buy that? I don't know. She, I just want my order. She, That's all I want. She tweeted, "The trolls are doing their job by posting their daily hate on my post daily, and I'm still standing and will continue to stand. I've been." be hated and disliked by worst people you people are weird 
We're not hate. Well, Bless I, your heart. Personally, I don't hate or dislike Tamisha Iman. Otherwise, I wouldn't have given her sixty-five dollars for some shoes. But then she posted it. She tweeted that with a picture of her in front of a pride flag, <laughs> yeah. which every every color of the pride flag has a different line on it, and it says, "For so many people to dislike me now, they're so invested in it. Seem like my every move." I promise you I'm okay and will be okay. I'm not built to break. Also, she can't, like, she's illiterate. <laughs> well, I don't think that's, well, you know. She probably, didn't have, she probably didn't I have d- the best no, education, sh- but no, I mean. No, no, Shay. You know when um, Bianca's like, illiterate! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of that. But, um, no, but she's sort of, kept, and then people in my. Some people have got the shoes, but ex- like, that's the thing. Why is it, why has she got no neck? I don't, that's just the way the shoes have been sewn together. But I mean, some people, she obviously had stock at the beginning. Yeah. And then people have bought it out. So she's had to have more made. And yeah. that's where the problems come from. But it's like, some people have got them. And yeah. like other people, like myself, haven't. When they come, will you wear them? Like after all this? Are you yeah, happy to I have will. The shoes? I will, because I fucking paid for <laughs> Just as well, though, the things that she's pushing out. Like, I know it's Pride Month and she's a, a gay man. Like, I can't really say anything. But some of the things she's putting out look so ugly and low effort that it just seems like a cash grab. Yeah, they are very, very low effort. Also, um, before I talk about my favourite thing, I just want to bring this up. How do you feel about the whole corporate Pride conversation that's going on? Because um, I think it's so real and scary. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, you've been to Birmingham Pride and seen the parade. Yeah. And, like, every other... That's very corporate. Every other float is a sponsored thing. So, it's like, it'll be a big bus with, like, drag queens hanging at the top. But, like, the bus will be plastered with, like, the Barclays logo or HSBC. But, like, for your birthday, Adam got you um, a top. Or a jumper. Was it Tommy Hilfiger? What no, he got it? me the Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren one, yeah. which was like a pride one. But like these companies don't care. No. They just <laughs> want your gay money. Yeah, they do. On pride Did money. you see that <clears throat> there was the... Well, Lego have put out like a range of... A, a pride Lego thing. And it's like a, a, a rainbow backdrop, like an L shape. And then like figurines to stand in each colour that are like the same colour. Yeah. So it's like there's a black stripe with mm-hmm. like a little black figure, a red stripe with a little red figure, mm-hmm. um, and like all the colours of the pride flag sort of thing. And people, are, it's just so funny when people, when like companies do put out pride m- items, pride merchandise, if mm-hmm. you like, and then people sort of come back to them and they're like, well, hang on, as a company as a whole, mm-hmm. you guys don't do anything to support, Yeah, you know. Um, you're not allies the, the, the gay liberation 11, movement yeah 11 other months out of the year you yeah. cannot give a fuck and it's like Disney <laughs> Disney tweeted a, like a picture of all their characters like walking in front of a plot pride flag yeah. and they were like everyone deserves to be under the rainbow or something cringy from Disney but Disney and someone come back to them and were like well you what about that so- says Simon what's it called Love Simon yeah they did something about Love Simon and they had to censor it or oh. alter it 
because Probably, because yeah. they figured the gay stuff involved wasn't like family yeah, friendly. As much as I stand Disney, they are obviously probably like one of the biggest corporations in the world, and they do like queer bait a lot. A lot. Every time a new film comes out, they're like Disney's first openly gay character, and they never really are open. No, gay. never. Because there's all like that. Implied. Well, they, they were people wanted um, Elsa to be a lesbian, didn't they? Yeah. For, for like the Frozen in, sequel. Yeah, Frozen two. She had like a little flirtation going on with the girl, but nothing happened. Exactly. It's like well, not not that they obviously going to put a clip of Elsa and some girl like scissoring. But why not? Not scissoring, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? There's no, get, like, a gay kissing in any of the Disney films. I think it would be sick if, like, there was a, like, a Disney film. They're trying to, they sell merch in the parts they sell, like, they're online saying, like, Pride Rainbow it's ears. literally so, can you believe in 2021, it's still so taboo for them to even show a gay couple kissing. Yeah. That's, like, mental to me. From Disney as well. But it's like, Disney will happily take people's ways. money. They yeah. want it, but they want to seem like they're inclusive, but they don't want to be cut inclusive. off the audience who will be offended by that. Absolutely, which but is just fucked. Like it's like because now they own Star Wars as well, and they yeah. know that like a lot of gay people are into Star Wars, mm-hmm. especially like middle-aged gay men mm-hmm. who love Star Wars. They they sort of push Star Wars Pride stuff as well, so you can buy shirts with like Darth Vader's face on, but it's like a Pride flag as well, or like I don't know. But they, they sort of manage to get every franchise that they can yeah. and then sort of make it appeal to everyone without making it, you know... Yeah. We're not saying... We, I don't want Disney to make, like, an explicit, explicitly gay film, but, I mean, even if they had, like, some characters that I were... Do. I want that. <laughs> if, if they had some characters that were just, like, openly gay. But if I were Because there's a short on Disney Plus that's, like, about a, a gay man coming out but it's it's a short yeah so it's like I've never heard of it's that. like they're sort of being like yeah we've got we've got like yeah. we've got the inclusive content there but it's like you have to find it you have to find it yeah <laughs> if i were you i would feel so upset at disney for like what just trying to take my money but not doing anything to actually support or like for that i feel like they, they're scared to put gay people on screen and they think it's really taboo and they're more worried about the backlash they'll get. Yeah. And I would, if I were you, like as a straight person, I just get to see all these relationships where everyone's kissing and falling in love and all that. And you don't get that as a gay person, which in Disney films anyway. No. Which is like, I would be really upset about that. It's not. I mean, I am what, upset about that. What would you do if, like, right now, I just like started breaking down? No, it's true though. Like representation, like if, so, like I know that you don't really care about like rom coms. Yeah. But for me, I love them. And if I was a lesbian, you really have to like you have to like dig for for to find them and for the good ones. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it must be because it's like the thing where you like live through it and you're like enjoying it because you feel like oh it's so romantic. Wish that was me, but as a gay person, I feel like it's just so frustrating to try and get like good representation in film. Well, yeah, it it is, and it's like when people say like um, Pride is like um, a. <laughs> A, a, like a, a a political like f- fight sort of thing. Uh-huh. It's like it's true. It is, yeah. No one died at Stonewall. No, no one died at Stonewall. <clears throat> and everywhere you look, there's a hem. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've just, I've been watching a lot of like YouTube critiques about stuff, and apparently there's a lot. There's this trope called bury your gaze. Have Pardon? you heard of that? No. Okay, let me tell you about it. Please. Don't mind me. I'm just texting like a sixty-year-old man I used to work with. 
<laughs> I beg your pardon. Yeah, I, I text him now and again and say, how are you? Is that is that from when you used to work at Morrison's? No, it's from the taxis. Oh. Um, bury your gaze, TV tropes. Okay, let's go into it. I haven't even said my favourite thing this week. Um, so what this is trope it? is the presentation of deaths of LGBT characters who... Where these characters are nominally, nominally able to be viewed as more expendable than their heterosexual counterparts. In this way, the death is treated as exceptional in circumstances. Queer characters are more likely to die than straight characters. So it's basically like, if someone's gay in a show, it's a trope that they will die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called Very Gays. Because I've, I've been watching Vampire Diaries, which I'll get into because... No, whatever. But I watched this whole video. I only started watching it because I love this girl on YouTube called Jenny Nicholson who does like really long video essays. Mm. And she did one on the Vampire Diaries and she was talking about the Barry Gays tropes where there's like a gay couple in Vampire, like a lesbian couple, and they're just exploding a car crash. What? And there's a gay dude. <laughs> just there's a gay vampire in it, but you never see his boyfriend. You never see him with anyone. He just says, I'm gay. He doesn't oh, actually. Right, okay. But the lesbian couple who do like kiss and stuff. Died a fiery explosion. But also, technically, if they're if they're vampires, aren't they already dead? They might not be vampires. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't got there yet. <laughs> it's but... the Vampire Diaries. Not everyone's a vampire in it. That's not even my favourite thing this week. I've been watching it, but you know when someone's like bad, <laughs> but you like enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, but you, you used to like Twilight and all that, didn't you? I was never really that big on Twilight. Oh, I, right. I feel like I'm bigger on maybe Twilight I'd, now. Maybe I don't know you as well as I thought I did. I think my mum loved Twilight. She went to see the last one in the in the cinema and they showed every film in order before the last one. Yeah, so like she was a, there for like, like a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think I'm. I've watched Twilight in retrospect, and I think I like it more now than I did when I was younger because I thought it was cringy when I was. Didn't younger. Twilight lead to? But now to... it's kind of like this iconic thing, isn't it? Isn't didn't Twilight lead to Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, it was fan fiction. There's like it's like somebody Twilight. Somebody what's the chain of events that happened? Nine eleven happened. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know that chain of events no, about me. Twilight and No nine eleven. I think I think there was nine eleven happened. Some, True. Some, <laughs> that is a fact. Uh nine eleven happened, somebody saw it. And was inspired to start a band. Was it My Chemical Romance? Oh, I don't know. Huh? I think somebody was inspired to start a band. Yeah. That band led Stephanie Meyer yeah. to write the Twilight books. She wrote the Twilight books because she had a dream. <clears throat> so what am about I... the vampires in a field or something? I, I thought I thought there was like. I don't know. I'm pretty you might sure. Be right. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of connection <laughs> to have nine nine eleven. But also, Robert Pattinson was in a film where, in the end, he. It's like a love, a rom, like a romance film. And at the end, he's in the towers for nine eleven. He just gets killed. What? Like twist ending. <laughs> he was in the towers. Isn't that fucked? Anyway, <laughs> I didn't watch the film because I was like, I can't with that. Not that trauma. You look because you've got that hat on, and you keep pushing your hair back. It looks like a mullet. So you look. Like, my mullet back. You look like a really feminine, like male truck driver. Are you into it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the very gay thing. Yeah, it's just fucked, man. Yeah, have you seen? You've seen Pose, though, haven't you? Yeah, they bury all. The they bury all the gays in that. Pose is refreshing though, because everyone is gay. Yeah, true. But also, Pose is so like traumatic to watch. But it's also like true. Fantastic. It's fantastic, but like I said to Leah, 
I'm not going to watch season three till it's all out. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it either. But also, I just need some time out to like recover from because it, it's such an emotional rollercoaster that show. Like I understand that it's like indicative. It's probably me just as a straight person being like, oh my god, I can't believe all the shit that gay people and trans people went through in that time, in that place. But still, it's just like a roller coaster where it's like really sad. You're crying your eyes out, and then. You're just really happy then. We're having fun. They're all putting a big condom on a house. Oh my god, everyone's dead of AIDS. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really, it's a lot. Yeah. Also, Billy um, Porter. Porter's come out saying he's got AIDS, which is really upsetting. Yeah, but I mean, you I know, mean, you can live with it though, can't you? I, I, well, I don't know if he, I don't know if he said he's got full blown AIDS or if he's got just HIV. HIV. Yeah. But it's like either way, he's one of those people where it's like he's a good representative of. You know, mm-hmm. it's very... taking the taking the the stigma away, yeah. so it's becoming it's okay to sort of for people like that to talk about it, especially being on a program like Pose, where HIV and AIDS is like a central central yeah. theme. It's just weird as well, like how his storyline was him not telling anyone he had AIDS, and then and then he's like plot twist, plot twist. <laughs> yeah, but like I also didn't. Tell I'm anyone. A, I like kind of. I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with Billy Porter. Me too. Who isn't? Do you remember when he was on that fucking red carpet and he had that hat on? That sh- like curtains. And, yeah, and the curtains yeah. of beach just like open. Yeah. That was everything. I'm pretty sure somebody was going to do that on Drag Race Down Under. Someone should do that. I think somebody was going to... I think somebody had... Um, I oh, I think uh, on like one of the most recent episodes, Art Simone had this hat. You know how Australians have like um, corks yeah. on strings hanging from their hats? Yeah. I think her hat was meant to do that... Yeah. With like corks instead of the fringe. Did it work? I don't think so. Oh. I haven't been watching it. That I could have made that up, but I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere. Um I have I, I will tell you my favourite thing, but after this conversation we've had about like queer issues, it's gonna <laughs> be like really like the opposite okay. direction. So get ready for a, a complete I did a full one eight how can you do a full one eighty? You do a one eighty <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> Okay, how many TikToks has Joy sent me now? Let's have a look. I... None? For once. Okay, basically, I saw this TikTok. Well, James sent me this TikTok, so thanks to James. This is um, Jodie's favourite thing of the week. Yeah, it is a TikTok this week, and I wish we were a visual platform right now so I could show everyone, but I will just play you the audio. um, Well, you can just tweet it, can't you? We also didn't tweet a picture of you, weren't you? So true, Oh, yeah, true. I'll take a picture later. Um... Basically, it's this TikTok of this lad standing in between his mum and dad. <laughs> and this is the audio. It's my motherfucking birthday. <laughs> Shouts out my moms. Shoving me out her butt-tussy. <laughs> it's the arm Shouts movement. Shouts out my dad. For fucking my mom's butt <laughs> 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 I just love it because he's there. Just his parents are just standing there, yeah. and he says, "Shout out my mom's pushing me out her budosi," and she's just standing there like grinning. Yeah, and it's like the because the the audio. I don't know. Did he was he saying that? Yeah. Or is that his original audio? Yeah. That's hilarious because it sounds like somebody else. Shout out my dad <laughs> for fucking my mom's budosi. <laughs> I don't know, that just really tickled me. I opened it at like 2am, because I'll go downstairs to smoke, and it'll be like 2am. Smoke and I'll what? Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and I'll go outside, and I'll open my TikTok app, and I'll have like 20 TikToks off Joe and 
James and James sent me that one and I was literally just laughing to myself. <laughs> you know when things aren't funny, like you laugh at things on your phone when you're alone but you don't actually laugh. Yeah. I was genuinely sitting yeah. there like cackling yeah. at that. Budusi. Budusi. So yeah, that was my favourite thing of the week. Wonderful. Now, onto Vampire Diaries. Okay. I've been watching it because of that video essay. Mm. And you know when someone's like... Are you still watching The Housewives? I'm on pause at the moment. Okay. I started paying for Hey You so I could watch it and then immediately started watching The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Is that not, on Hey You? Yeah. Okay. Not Not Vampire Diaries because it's not a reality... Hey You is just reality TV. Oh. But um, it's on Netflix and I started watching it because I watched the Jenny Nicholson video on it and then... Where she points out a lot of issues with it. And then my <laughs> friend the Gemma holes. that I go to uni with. Is it one of those programmes that's full of plot holes? Yeah. My friend Gemma, because it's eight seasons long and it's like one of those things where they don't plan the whole of the storyline. Yeah. They just keep making more seasons so they have to keep like, upping the stakes yeah. and like, forgetting <laughs> yeah. old like things and there's just plot holes. But anyway, my friend Gemma's like, oh, it's my favourite TV show. Not the Gemma that you know, my friend at uni. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. I, I know... <laughs> Not the Gemma that you know. I know another Gemma. Yeah, but Gemma. I thought you, you would probably think I was talking about the wrong Gemma. But anyway, <laughs> I know what it's like to love a bad TV show because I love Gossip Girl. And you love iCarly. That's not a bad TV <laughs> period. <laughs> and you love Victorious. The only thing wrong with Victorious is Tory. I think we all see. <laughs> but anyway, she's, a, she's not a Tory. She literally is. Yeah. True, but anyway, I love Gossip Girl when it's full of plot holes, Bum questionable holes. character actions and developments. You know, when a TV show is Gossip Girl the one with um, Blair and yeah, Blair and Chuck. That's the Blair whole and reason. Chuck. Which episode one, Chuck tries to rape someone. Oh, and then they redeem him. What do you they mean? They give him a redemption arc, and I bought into that redemption <laughs> arc wholeheartedly. Anyway, I think it's time for me to go. <laughs> yeah, but um. I just, you know, when a show goes on too long and they don't, they haven't really planned on it. Yeah. So they just have to keep like up in the stakes to make any sort of like emotional impact on the audience because yeah. you've already seen the characters do everything. Yeah. It's like that, and I'm only on season one of Vampire Diaries. I thought I could blast through it. There's 22 episodes in season one, and they're all an hour long. Yeah. Normally, what, that, when I binge things, I blow through it in like three days. Vampire Diaries, I've been binging for like a week and I'm only just coming to the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, and we've been eight watching, seasons. We've been watching that 24 that we was watching when you got here. It's and just not bingeable when it's, it's like, an hour, is it? N- no, it isn't. And it's like I need a break. Because we've, we've been watching that 24 on your Disney Plus that yeah. only we use. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, ap- the episodes are an hour long. As gay people, don't give them your money right now. No, I won't. Not employed I, ref- ones. I refuse. I'll get you to pay for it yeah. for me. Let me give them um, my money. But the episodes are an hour long. And the events, it's like there's a timer going throughout the whole episode. So it's like the, as, the events happen as you see them sort yeah. of thing. So it's like the episode is an hour long. So that's like an hour of the day. Yeah. So you could watch them all like back to back for like a, a whole day straight sort of thing. Um, and of that, there's like eight or nine seasons as well and I'm like fucking hell is that? I think so I'm pretty sure there's a fair few but it's like bloody hell how much drama can one bloke go through but although I know all the issues with this show because I watched Jenny Nicholson there's eight seasons of 24 yeah there's eight seasons of Vampire Diaries pack it in 
There's yeah. no need for it. It's a cash grab, but I will watch it. <laughs> it's like Gossip Girl. It's a bad show, but like, you know, when so much you just love it, you know it's bad, objectively. Yeah. But you enjoy it. Yeah. But there's also times where I'm watching it and I'm like, am I enjoying this? <laughs> <laughs> You get a little bit embarrassed by yourself. I'm like, is this... No, because I don't care. I will watch shit TV. I love shit TV. But, like, sometimes I'm like, am I... Like, because, you know, when people are like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure. I'm fully on board for stuff like that. But if I'm actually not enjoying it, why am I just doing it to myself? Yeah. Because you know you, I mean? you, you've started, so you'll finish. Exactly. But then when you get I don't to... think I will, though, because I'm like three seasons into Real Housewives and I've lost a bit of interest. Yeah, but then you'll get to and the. And Lisa Rinna's only just come into it. Because you'll start a season, but then you, you'll have to finish that one season. And then when you're in between them, that's when you're sort of like, well, I can't be bothered to watch anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um... So when you get to the end of series one, I feel like you'll be like, oh, I can't be asked to start series two. I'm literally like on the last episode of season one and I think I am going to watch season two. Because this is the premise of the show. Because Because <laughs> This is the premise of the show. There's this girl called Elena and she meets Elena what? Um oh, What's her last I've literally watched twenty one <laughs> episodes of this show. What's her fucking last name? It's not important. I was anyway, I was just gonna say I was just gonna make I've literally the, forgotten her last name. I was literally just about to make the Elizabeth joke and that's it. Yeah, but I, I can't Elena believe, Elizabeth Rodriguez. I cannot believe that I've watched 20, 21 hours of this show and I can't remember her last name. They say it all the time. Do you watch it on your own or do you watch it with Ben? On my own. Ben ain't watching that shit. <laughs> anyway. Ben's too busy going camping in the woods. Yeah, truly. Um, like like Brokeback Mountain. I, I was saying to Ben the other day, I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. Have you? Uh, I, I, think I've seen it. It, I think I've seen it once. But then I watched the trailer and I was like, actually, do, I don't, I don't want to watch... Bury your gays. One of them literally dies. <laughs> yeah. Can gay people not just have a nice romantic film with no death? No, we can't. Like, I watched Call Me By Your Name and I cried every day for three days after. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so... army around here. Anyway, so the concept is Elena um, meets this lad called Stefan, who's a vampire. And he has a brother called Damon, who's a vampire also. And they hate each other. Okay. So they've got this rivalry, but the the reason that Stefan liked Elena in the first place is because she's the doppelganger of a woman that that both the brothers were in love with. What in eighteen something? Because <laughs> they're really old. What the fuck? And this this Catherine, the girl that Elena's a doppelganger of, turned them into vampires, and she was a bitch to them. Like they can compel you, whether like looking your eyes yeah, and say yeah, do yeah. this or whatever. So she would compel them to like let her sleep with both of them. Is it American? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Also, there's a lot of confederacy stuff in this show, which is very, like... mm. (laughs) There's black black characters in it, and the black character in the past was, like, a handmaid, basically a slave. Yeah. But she was a witch, so it's fine, because really she was in on it. No, she was just a slave. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. (laughs) I love Bonnie, who, in present day, is is her main character's best friend. She's black, and she's a witch, and she's amazing, and she doesn't ever get, like... A successful love story because racism. Because bury your gays. Because bury your black relationships. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of. Damon's like the bad brother, and she's been with Stefan for like the whole first season. Are they like and the I, Mitchell and I brothers? Heard the Mitchell brothers. From EastEnders. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that she gets with Damon at the end of season two, and I just love that she's like, I fucked your brother for a whole however long. Now yeah. it's time to fuck you. 
Oh, I'm like Team Damon because I like a bad How book. old is it? When did it come out? The Vampire Diaries? Is it old? It's old. I read the book that it was based on. Like, there's a series. I read the first book years ago and it's just like, it doesn't follow the books at all. Oh. They were like, actually, let me uh, take the wheel here. It came out in 2009. Oh, okay. It's not a million years old. And it finished in 2017. Oh, jeez. But look, these are the brothers. Who's fitter? Um, honestly, neither of them. <laughs> Him. He's the baddie. That's who we like. Is it the Vampire Diaries that's, like, full of errors as well? Where there's, like, times where the characters have called each other by their real names? Is that the Vampire Diaries? I don't think so. What's that? Not I'm that thinking I know of. of. I'm thinking of... There's, a, there's definitely a programme. But they just left that in. Yeah. And they, they like... Instead of calling them by their character name, they call them by the actors' names, and it's just like in oh the my show. God, what the hell? No. On, on, it's happened like a couple of times. But anyway, that's my trash TV of the week. Like you know that I bounce around from bad TV show to bad TV show. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what I've been watching. It's literally I've written, I've finished like two of my deadlines, and I've got a third one coming up. But Vampire Diaries is just like I've got pins and needles in my, my brain cells. I cannot feel my left foot. Also, there's a character in Vampire Diaries called Alaric Salzman. Is that? Joe just knocked the mic. Sorry. Anyway, there's a character in Vampire Diaries that looks exactly like your boyfriend. What do you mean? He's called Alaric Salzman. Is he very, very handsome? Salzman, Is he yeah. very, very good looking? He looks nothing like Adam. He does. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, that is Adam. He literally looks nothing That's like Adam. him. That's Adam. No, it isn't. Yes, it literally is. That's exactly what Adam looks like, and every time he's on screen, I'm like... Have you ever seen My Boyfriend? Yeah. He looks nothing like that. He literally does. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, that is Adam. I can't not think it. Girly, you old crackers. No, I'm I'm not. That looks exactly like Adam. Adam. Ah! (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that was my uh, Vampire Diaries tangent. Okay. So, yeah. We went to... um, the cinema on Thursday. Yes. To go and see A Quiet Place Part 2. Was it good? I enjoyed it. Was John Krasinski in it yeah. a lot? No. Mm-mm. He dies. I know that, but I just thought it might be like a... He's in it at the beginning as like a recap sort yeah. of thing. Um, but then... He's so buff. Yeah. I just want to see it for him. No, he's not in it, really. You he's know in... The Office is my favourite show. He's in it at the, the, at the beginning of the film. They do like a sort of recap of what happened last time. Yeah. In the first one. So you get to see you get to see him a little bit, but then he sort of dies shortly after. That's sad. So huh? the whole the whole film is basically just Emily, Emily Blunt Emily Blunt keeping the kids alive, and it's fuck them kids, fuck them kids, <laughs> and it's it. I I liked it. Was it tense? Yeah. So the first one was tense. She had to give birth silently in a bathtub. Yeah, I liked it, but Adam thought it was pretty shit. Really? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he liked the first one anyway. I think the creatures were weird. Yeah, they, yeah, they are really strange. But I mean, it was it was I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good film. Was it weird being in the cinema? Very. That was the I kept like, not stopped watching, but I would like watch like the people in the in the cinema rather. Did you than have the to film. wear a mask? Not when you were sitting down. Yeah. But I mean, we were we was wearing ours when we were in there anyway. Yeah. Not watching the film. Um. But it's a, it was a weird, weird experience because it was like it, being in the room. It was f- it was full of people. There was, it was like there were seats in between like different parties. Yeah. Um, but it was still like packed. Mm-hmm. So um, 
and it's like people forget I feel like people forget how to go to the cinema <laughs> yeah because we were in there and fair enough there was a line outside for snacks and drinks and stuff and it was quite a long line mm-hmm. but we we got to the cinema about five minutes the film was started at quarter to eight we got there about 22 I think mm-hmm. and we joined the queue and we got in the line for the snacks and stuff and by the time we'd finished and paid we walked into the cinema we walked into the actual theatre room and the uh, adverts were just finishing Yeah. so we got there kind of like just on time but about an hour into the film we were sat you know how you go into the cinema and you got like the stairs to the back mm-hmm. we were sat right at the top of the stairs like my feet were I had all the leg room Yeah. I had the whole room as leg room Yeah. and we were sat there and this like about an hour into the film this party of like about six to eight women walked right up the stairs, got to the top and went, excuse me, we've booked these seats. And we were like, you're an hour late to yeah. the film. We we got here like just on time and yeah. we couldn't be bothered to find our actual seats. So we just sat down. Yeah. And like rather than argue, argue we, we were just like, fine, we'll move. So we yeah. like moved one row in front. But it was just like you're you're literally an hour late. To Why the, would like, you even come into the cinema an hour into well, the film? Exactly, you're an hour late to the. Well, the film was meant to start at quarter to eight. Yeah. And obviously, didn't after all the adverts and stuff didn't start till about ten past eight. Yeah. Maybe quarter past. So by that point, they'd come in at like after nine, easily. Yeah. And they were ju- they were just like they'd missed the whole film yeah. basically, and they were just like, "Excuse me, we've booked these seats." Like, why would you even go in? Yeah, I don't get it. Why would you? Why would you go in if you're not? You haven't seen the whole film. Do you I know what I mean? Know. And it's like the amount of like people opening up their phones and stuff and like yeah. just blatantly re- like taking Snapchat videos with like the flash on. Cinema and... is so hit and miss because you can either ha- go and have a good experience or you can go and everyone else can completely ruin the experience for you. Yeah, I mean, there was only a. And there was like just, people just kept coming in like really, really late, and I was like, "Why, why, why are you? Even what is coming the point? In? Yeah. Why, why would you come in if you, if the film started at quarter to eight and you get to the cinema at like, or you're coming into the room at nine o'clock? Why would you even bother? Do you ever like sit in the cinema and have really morbid thoughts about like you know when people have shot up cinemas before? <laughs> yeah. I'm always like looking at the exit doors like. If I how, needed how long to, would it take me yeah. to get there? No. Even though this is literally the UK and guns aren't really that much of an issue over here, yeah. I'm still like, bro, we are sitting ducks in this cinema. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was just crazy how like, I just feel like people have forgotten how to go to the cinema. Some cinemas are worse than others, though. Yeah. Some cinemas, like Warsaw Showcase, is kind of... It's a... shut down. Has it? Yeah, Warsaw <gasps> Showcase is closed. Oh it's doors. Oh my god, I'm not surprised. Who I'm, goes there anymore? The lights in Warsaw now. So. I'm pretty sure they're turning the Warsaw Showcase into uh, like a trade centre UK, like a car showroom. <laughs> really? Yeah. Big car showroom. Um, I only really go to the cinema anymore. Have you ever been to the cinema by yourself? I don't think so. Have you? I, I have a couple of times. I went to see um, A Star Is Born by myself. And uh, I went to see um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by myself. I was going to see that in Florida with Ben. We were in we were in uh, Disney Springs and it was showing mm. at the cinema there. But... Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yeah. At Disney World? We was in Disney Springs. They were showing every, like a normal cinema. Oh, okay. Um, we were going to watch it, but I have this thing where I can't poop in a public toilet 
and I really need to poop. Well, no, so we had to leave Disney Springs. I was like, I cannot watch this film. <laughs> um, but anyway, I what was I going to say? I I only go to the cinema really if it's I love horror films in the cinema because I think yeah. the sound is so much better when you're in the cinema because it's like it's like surround sound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's pitch black, and I just I think. I just, I cannot wait. I feel like so many good films have been delayed or pushed back because of COVID. Yeah, they definitely have. And I just really can't wait for loads of horrors to start coming out because I just, I miss it. Yeah, but I mean, I definitely do rate going to the cinema by yourself. I know a lot of people think it's weird, but I mean, you're sitting, you're in, just a, sitting, you're in, sitting the dark. in the dark yeah. anyway. So you, even if you go with somebody, you're not having a conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, you can just I go just on your own. I just don't really think there's much out at the moment that interests me. No, there's me. not. There's that Cruella that I wouldn't mind I've watching. heard such bad things about that villain. I wouldn't mind watching it, but I mean, I'm not in a rush Apparently to go Apparently the see. dogs are the bad ones. Like, oh, are they? The villain. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Emma Stone as Cruella. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. I just don't like the vibe, I don't think. That's as deep as I can get into it because that's literally just how I feel. I'm like, mm, that's not the vibe for me. <laughs> it's a bit like, oh, like I think it's just a bit cringe. It's very cringe, but I mean, I think I. What else was she in? Was she the one that was in La La Land? I would refuse to watch La La Land. Oh my gosh! I don't know why, but I really don't like the vibe I get from that either. Do you not like love? Do you not like musicals? Yeah, but I. It, I just don't care about the plight of people going to Hollywood. <laughs> I, you know what? I hate my phone. Like, I actually hate it. Okay. You know yesterday when we went to Els yeah. and I thrown it on the grass? Yeah. That was me. I don't hate this phone. Why do you hate it? I just do. It's so annoying. Okay. It's... I love my phone. <laughs> I love Apple. I love a corporation. <laughs> oh, also, we got um uh, a tweet from Stephanie Rowe say that we're her unique Spotify moment. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone funny. got their Spotify, like, mid-year recap, didn't they? How funny. I My perfect dinner party involves James Kitt. Our friend James makes music. And he's he's at my perfect dinner party with, like, Doja and Megan. Yeah. Hilarious. I don't use Spotify, so I didn't get any. You should use Spotify. Why should I? Because they make I daily use... mixes for you, and it's so good. Yeah, but... They make, like, six different ones with all different genres in it. I just can't be bothered. It's so good. It. It's so good. I've got so much, like, already going on my Apple Music. I can't be bothered to, like, set yeah, it Yeah, but Apple again. Music, as much as I stand Apple, is just does not offer the things that Spotify does. What does Spotify offer? It just Daily like, mixes? Yeah, it's, like, really personalised to you, and there's, like, loads of different, like... If you go on there and you're like, oh, what should I listen to? I'm scared to open my Spotify too, because you'll be like, what the fuck? But it'll be like pop hits, fuck love, sad girl summer, sad songs, alone again. Why does it think I'm sad? <laughs> it's because I was listening to Olivia Rodrigo. Right? Rodrigo, that's why. There you go. That's Your the... top songs, 2018, Independent Ladies. I had to listen to Rain Sounds overnight because my hamster Dorito was biting the bars and I couldn't sleep. Lo-fi hip hop music, which is what I listen to when I do my work got all these pride ones is that miss trixie uh, get spotify click on it see what see what it recommends pride fierce queens everywhere giving us life cover girl the uh, aaa girls uh, soak it up by monet uh, you know what monet's got a song called beyonce yeah and it's like such a faggy bar i live 
your makeup is terrible. Get Spotify, it's so good for curating like playlists. Is this, for you. Is this sponsored or something? It should, I wish I was sponsored by Spotify. <laughs> oh, it's two o'clock. It's two o'clock. But yeah, do you not feel like we've been really chilled today? Yeah. What's our vibe today? I have no idea. We're just chatting, chit chatting about nothing and everything. Sometimes I worry this podcast's going downhill. What do you mean? Because James said the other day, I've stopped listening to it. I haven't listened to the past three episodes. And I just feel like all our friends are just getting tired of trying to keep up with our <laughs> podcast. And they're like our only audience. Yeah. So soon it will just be me and you talking into a microphone and no one will listen to it. That's it. That is A-OK. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's fun for us. It's like, it's like therapy. Plus, it's it's like a, a weekly catch-up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when we're old, we can listen to these back and be like, remember that? <laughs> Do you remember the 21st night <laughs> of uh, Jovember. June? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the tea on that. I don't even know what we're And you're about. going to um, propaganda? Yes, I am. Elaborate. There's this club in Birmingham called Propaganda, which was in the O2 Academy for like one night a week I think it was like mm. or a few nights a week I don't know but it's been shut for a while it moved to Digbeth well it's been shut as long as everything's been shut hasn't it no it was shut like before then yeah before then like they stopped doing it and then they moved it to Digbeth they moved it to a different venue which I did go to um, it was alright but it wasn't as big as the original venue mm. um, and then I think they stopped throwing it there because I just don't think people were going now that they'd moved it to Digbeth yeah I think where people did they didn't move it to Mama Roos or something. I've never even heard of that. But um, it's like R-O-U-X. Oh, wait, yes, I have heard of that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Rodor Delano performed there once. But I just think people didn't really know where it was, so they didn't go. Yeah. Because it's always been in the O2. Yeah. And now they're bringing it back for one night, and it's called the Coming Out of My Cage Party, because they used to play Mr Brightside like, every time that they ran this yeah. night. It's very that sort of music, though, isn't it? Sort of it's indie like, pop. It's Yeah, it's like... There's different rooms, so one room's like sort of like dubstep or not dubstep but like what's it called where it's like, like club music yeah club dance, music electronic yeah. music yeah and then there was a room upstairs that i can't even remember what they were playing in there there was a room upstairs yeah there was it it was shut for like a good while before they stopped running the night yeah but there re- was a room upstairs i don't remember because that that's where room. i pulled the lad one time upstairs in propaganda and then <laughs> anyway so <laughs> anyway so and then the main room was like the 1975 Fallout Boy, like, but then they'd also play like Kanye. Do you remember when? Do you remember when the um, we went and it was not long after Prince died, or it might have been the same night that Prince died or something, and they had like that uh, cocktail called Purple Rain that was just like a mixture of awful. <laughs> it was like the worst drink ever, but it was just purple. So they... do you know what? We used to go on nights out, and we always used to get Jaeger bombs, and now they just make me gag. They're so sweet. Yeah, they're too sweet. But I kind of miss them. But I want. I'm going to. The, I've got tickets for this night, which is happening the 25th of June. So I don't even know is, if it'll happen. That's like soon. I don't know if it'll happen because I don't know if like Boris is going to be like actually. You ain't going out yet. Uh, get back in your cage. In which case, I hope they reschedule it. But I want you to come, but you won't. I won't. Because I just want a good night out where I get really drunk and dance to like stupid music. Yeah, I want that too. But I just don't like propaganda. I don't see so. why you don't like it because I've been with you before and we've always had a good time. I just don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well, I'm going with other people. James is going, so I'm all good. Yeah, Amy's I, going. Well, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it will be a, a good night, but I just don't like. I just don't like propaganda. I don't like the music, and I don't like the people who sort of are there. You know I mean? He doesn't like my propaganda crowd. I go. Nah, with. not my not my scene. Gemma and Josh might go. Mm-hmm, Our listeners don't know who that well, is. If Gemma and Josh go, then I'm sure we'll I'll, I'll turn up and convince them to go to Pop World instead. Don't be doing that because we've gone on nights out with Gemma before, and she's like, "We'll just pop into Pop World," and yeah. we're like, "Yeah, good," because we don't want to stay there all night. Yeah, we'll just and then we'll she'll, just she'll be like, fa- "No, nah, we'll we go won't." To pop World, show our faces, dance to a couple of songs, and then we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, and then we just end up in Pop World the whole all night. Night. And Which, it's, you know, it's how, how much high school musical can I listen to? Uh, excuse me, sometimes they play ABBA. No, they do play some good stuff in there, but like, I, I feel like Pop World's good when you're absolutely smashed out your head. Yeah. But we we get there and we're like still pretty lucid, so you then just listening to like. Shit music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes a while to get warmed up in Pop yeah. World, I feel. Also, Pop World's always like really full in Birmingham. Like the bar, you're at the bar for, they've got like one bar upstairs and one bar downstairs, and it's always like 20 people deep, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a, it's always a, like a quite a long wait to get in. I get sober. And then a long wait for the in, drinks. In, yeah. in the line for the bar, and you don't want that when you're out. You don't no. want to sober up and realise that you're just standing in a big crowd of people. So that's why you book a book a booth for yourself and yeah. un- order a tray of uh, champagne Gemma ordered like loads of Budweiser's for her birthday and I was just drinking free Bud all night yeah I Love hate that. Budweiser it's not that nice but like it does the job it's good when it's free yeah, yeah? so but yeah propaganda is is very expensive drinks wise because it's in the O2 which is very expensive drinks wise like concert venues absolutely like the price take the mick yeah. yeah but I'm just excited to go on a night. It's like a throwback to when I was like a little fresher, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd be like going to propaganda all the time. Yeah, well, and I... now I'm 25. I'm so old. I'm so old. Are you? Are you staying on at uni? I don't know. See how my dis- see how my dissertation goes. When do you find out? After I've done my dissertation. Oh, girl, come on now. After this, after this uh, deadline, this module, it's then dissertation time for my master's. So. If my master's goes well, oh, maybe I'll shit. do a PhD. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, shit. But this this past like few weeks, my age has really been getting me down. Why? I know I'm 25, which isn't that old in the grand scheme of things. But because I work with a lot of younger people and because like... I don't know. Everything that fun we used to do. I think it's just being in lockdown as well. We don't do anything anymore. I just miss being like younger. Yeah. And like going out and doing stuff. And now I'm just starting to feel like I'm old. Yeah. I work, There's this lad I work with who's 16 and I just feel so old every time I speak. Like I love him. He's like my work bestie. Nine years older than him. I'm literally nine years older than him. That's crazy. Yeah. And I'm just like... He was telling me about like his GCSEs and like the grades he got, but I don't understand the grades anymore because they've changed it from like A B whatever to, one, to like yeah, yeah, yeah to like numbers and I'm like I'm, that's how long you've I'm, been out of school. I feel, I feel like you know how our parents feel when they speak to us about like what's going on nowadays. That's how I feel now, <laughs> and I'm only twenty five. Like time move. I think time is like how things change. It's happening more rapidly nowadays. Yeah. Things change absolutely. a lot more rapidly than they used to. So now we are actually getting to the point where we don't really understand everything that kids do anymore. Yeah, no. I've got my 11-year-old sister. Some of the stuff she comes out with, I'm just like, what? Yeah. Are you talk- like, she'll, she's, I don't know. 
but like the the way that she talks to her friends and like interacts on like TikTok and Roblox and whatever else rubbish games she plays Among Us, it's, it's just like a completely different yeah. Do you know what I mean? It does we make, never it does thought this would old. happen to us though, and when it old. happens, you're like shit. Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I was. I booked my holiday with Boo the other week, and our our holiday. My um. I always go say estate agent. What's it called? Travel agent. Travel agent. Jess. Shout out to Jess. We love Jess. <laughs> was like she put our ages that we will be when we're on the holiday, <laughs> and she was like twenty six, and I was like, don't say that to me, Jess. Jess, why would you do that? Oh. No. I don't like it at all. Can't be fucking I wanna stop I wanna be a vampire so I can just stay twenty five. Okay, and not get any older than that. I think nineteen was like <coughs> a good age to be. Granted, I lost my mum. But age wise, nineteen's like a good age to be. Yeah. And now I'm twenty fucking five. What the fuck? Someone lied to her several times. Oh my god. But um Also, when am I gonna have children? When are you gonna find the time? I ain't even moved out yet. Rod's just like, I want to be a granddad. That's Ben's dad. And for some reason, he doesn't look at Steph or Abby. He looks at me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm literally... At, at first, I was like, Roger, don't look at me. I'm the youngest. But now I'm like, I'm t- I, I could pop one out right now. I am not the right age for it. Yeah. Like, there's people that we went to school with who've got kids. But, like, people younger I don't than think us I'm done... Especially after the pandemic. I don't think I'm done, like, going out and being a stupid bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've still got that. In also, your I still live at home. Well, Ben's home. Yeah. <laughs> Mad scenes for, you know. I wonder who is going to be the first out of our friendship group to have a baby. Um. Well, it's definitely not going to be me and Adam. You never know. Well, I do know. Because if we want to have a child, it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of planning. Do you want to have one? Uh, maybe one day. Not. But I think we soon. think that was easy to think when we were nineteen. Maybe yeah. one day, but now we're literally twenty five. So yeah. when's the one day? It's going to be like the next five years, isn't it? Really? Well, or five or ten years, you would say. That's crazy! <laughs> oh my god! Are you? You're like having a panic attack. I'm just like really overwhelmed with my age, and like I think because of like the fact that inflation has made everything impossible for us. Yeah. <laughs> don't even go there I've got my hat on like that meme where it's like hello fellow kids yeah. no it is a bit bit mad to think to be five years off being 30 yeah <laughs> what the piss you're closer to remember 30 than you we are to 15 literally do you remember when we were in fucking science class yeah that's crazy that was so long ago <laughs> end of that feels like yesterday but it's, it's also I've noticed, like, the last year or so, anyway, being, like, going... You know, when you start... Well, when I started work, I was sort of, like, 18, working in, like, an office full of older, middle-aged men. Yeah. And it's like, so I've gone from being... And, like, moving to my new job, it's like I'm not, I'm not the youngest anymore. There's, yeah. like, people that I work with who are, like, apprentices. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I was an apprentice. Yeah. So they're like, look, I feel like they look at me and think that I'm like... Older. Pretty old. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It is, it's it is, just... Because I work in retail, which is gen, generally a job that younger people work in. Yeah. And I'm working with like 16-year-olds and it makes me think, I shouldn't be working at retail at my big age. No <laughs> offence to people who always but work in retail. there's people older than you who work there. Well, yeah, but... 
I don't know, man. I just wanted to something different for myself. I wanted to cr- climb that fucking capitalism ladder. You know what I mean? And get where? <laughs> to CEO a well-paying job. The CEO of Disney. <laughs> to where I can afford a house. Like, I don't know, man. Life's really be crazy. Life do be like... So, yeah, that's my, um... Maybe you just need to... Go, midlife crisis. <laughs> maybe you just need to get, like, a, a rich rich boyfriend who'll yeah. fund your lifestyle. Definitely. So, if that's on you... If that... I mean, the, the problem is that I'm extremely a lot to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ben's literally an angel. Honestly. For that... putting up with me. Yeah. Are you, are you still, like, viewing flats and stuff? No, because I just feel like I don't have the money. Not obviously, you don't have the money in your pocket, but that's what you get a mortgage for, love. I know, but I don't think I'd be approved for one because I am only contracted eight hours and my hours aren't guaranteed. Even though I did like 30 hours last week, I just don't think that it's not going to be the same every week. I haven't got like a this is why I need a full time job. This is why I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do a PhD because I don't have the time to be fucking around. Because mm. I had three years out of uni because my mum and dad passing away. Mm. And my gap year. So I'm like three years behind everyone else. Yeah. And I don't have a full time. I've never had a full time job <laughs> at my big age. That's Isn't that so crazy. Like, that's so like mad f- to hear you say out yeah. loud. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you see why I'm like freaking out now? Consider- <laughs> considering like the whole time since we've left school, I've had like nothing but yeah. a job. <laughs> but I've always been like, uh, education route, I want. As much education as I can get, but now I'm like, am I too old to, for the education route? Should You're I just pack it up? Never too old for education, but it's just like, I, I. It's like, do you do you want to be educated or do you want to afford a house? But to afford a good salary, you need to be educated. Yeah. Not all the time, but you know. But I mean, in the, this situation, once you've, that got, I mean, once you've got like a, a master's or a PhD, it probably does open some doors for you. That's what I'm thinking, but then I'm like, do I want to spend another four years doing a PhD just to ho- maybe get is a Is that job? how long it is? Four years? Well, it's like three to seven. Oh, right, okay. It's three if you knuckle down, but seven if you... Piss a boot. Piss a boot. But if... See, see that's the thing. If I do a PhD, I'm not going to get it until I'm like 27, 28, 29. Yeah. You've got no sort of like real world experience then, have you? No. Really? But I mean, people, people, there are people who like do masters and PhDs and stuff, and like raise kids and stuff. So it's not like I don't know how <laughs> it's not like it's completely impossible. It's just like whether or not you want to do it. I can't do it because I'm a dumb bitch. Yes, that's so not true. You <laughs> could definitely do it. It's just you're not. You've never really been the type to enjoy education. No, I don't like people telling me what to do. Really, not like not like that, but. Uh, I didn't like being at school and then being sort of setting homework and I just, I just don't like the being in education. <laughs> I love it because it makes like I've, I've always clung on to the feeling that I'm not a proper adult yet because I'm still in education, but now I'm like I'm twenty bastard five. Yeah, I'm just really I didn't like, struggling one with thi- it. One thing I didn't like about uh, being in like education is when we because we used to do art together. Yeah, I didn't like it when it was sort of like. Every week it was like sort of this week we're studying this artist. Yeah. So like you've got to learn how they worked and how to do that sort of thing. And then next this week we're studying a different artist and we're gonna learn about how they did things yeah. and like it felt like they were always sort of assigning us different artists to study. And it was like never I feel like they never really encouraged us to do our own thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that I don't know. And then they're like, Do your final project. Yeah. And you're like <laughs> 
all I've done is like copy other people yeah. all the time. They they just didn't they just didn't sort of in, in inspire. They just didn't encourage like your own yeah. your own Creativity. sort of flow, if you like. I remember when we did art at A level, you were supposed to do five hours of art homework a week, weren't you? You could do whatever you wanted as long as yeah. it was five hours. And he used to bring things in and our but teacher sometimes... would be like, This isn't five hours it was never five hours yeah. of work, but he'd be like, This isn't five hours of work. But at the time my mum was ill, I was like, I don't give a fuck really, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just didn't I don't I I'm not a I'm not one for education. Plus I find it really hard to do it like myself. I find it really hard to like motivate myself. Yeah. So I've been in like one of my old jobs. They bought me uh, like a Microsoft Excel training course. Mm-hmm. For it was like in a, some sort of deal, and it was like thirty pound for the course. And I was supposed to do it like at home on my own time, and I just never did. I, mean, yeah. I just <laughs> I just can't sit down and teach myself. That's, that's what I, I do procrastinate, but I do get things done by deadlines. I will have to be up all night, but I'll do it. But I just really enjoy education because I enjoy learning a subject I care about, which obviously psychology and criminology I really enjoy. I just think it's about enjoying it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I don't know really. Do, I really don't know what I would enjoy studying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, thong. Thong. Queer history. <laughs> well, talking about that, because I did art at college... My favourite part of the art course that I did was the history side of it. Yeah. Like the, my history, my art history book was the one that I put the most effort into. Yeah. Because that just really interested me. Yeah. But it was, at college, I enjoyed it because I was allowed to research what I wanted. I was allowed to do it on whatever artist that I sort of liked. It wasn't sort yeah. of dictated to me, we're going to study Georgia O'Keeffe this week. Um, oh. This week we're going to study fucking... Whatever. We and we got like, that Lord of the Rings. Oh, that was awful. We had to watch Lord of the Rings and create a whole promotional thing about it. Lord of the Rings. And it was like, I don't want to do about Lord of the Rings. I got really bad grade on that because I hated it and I didn't put any effort yeah. in. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want my final piece to be on Lord of the Rings. No, I really didn't. I was so annoyed. But do you remember when we had... We, they were like, at like GCSE or A-level, they were like, this, this week we're going to... Um, Study Damien Hurst, yeah. and then his work was in the Warsaw Light Gallery. So he went on a school trip there, and you were like, "I hate yeah. Damien Hurst." I really dislike Damien Hurst and his artwork. Would you care to explain why? I just think it's—I don't know. I the one that we went to see was like the—was sh- it the shark or the sheep? It was the sheep, I think, or the like, cow, or something. It's some sort of dead animal he encased some... in like this glass box. And I was just kind of like... It's in like this this liquid that, that stops preserves it. From, yeah, it. it's like in this clear yeah. liquid that stops them from like rotting away. Yeah. So they look like they're alive yeah. basically forever. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know, I just don't I just don't vibe with Damien Hurst's artwork at all. And it's like one of his pieces is called The Trinity and it's like, or Trinity or something. And it's just like hospital cupboards full of medicine yeah and it's like i understand it as like a sculpture but i don't i I just don't like his artwork i think it's like not lazy but i just think he i don't know i think it's quite pretentious and i just don't i yeah i've just in my own mind i've got this sort of like (laughs) bias that i don't like any of his stuff (laughs) i remember when he designed like an award for an award show and it was just like he did the brit award one year it's like white with like different colored polka dots on it and you were like don't like that and i'm pretty sure he designed um a 30 Seconds to Mars album cover once, yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I don't mind the stuff. With, I don't mind the white background with the colourful dots on because I think that's quite a quite an interesting, you know, signature style of artwork. But it's when he's putting sharks in like cages that I thought, I'm just like you. One, you didn't kill the shark. Yeah. Two, you didn't build the cage or yeah. make this. I thought that was thing. a issue with him that he he's at that level of fame and money now where, where he, he doesn't can, have to actually make his own art. He can get yeah. other people's. And it's like he, whatever he makes. People will just call it art anyway. You know that massive sculpture. I'm just not a big fan of Damien Hurst in 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 a, a summary. Yeah. <laughs> you know that massive sculpture in like is it Chicago? It's like that big bean. silver bean. Yeah. Apparently, the artist who did that hates that it's called the bean because it's not supposed to be a bean. But apparently, he's a dick, so people keep calling it the bean to piss him off. I wonder what it's supposed to be. Shall I Google it? Google the bean, it? Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> We should go to Chicago. 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 It's a city that's Italian. It's a city, city that's Italian. It's, it's a city, city for a woman just like me. It's a late the cockroach. Carry on. Um, it's called Cloudgate, I guess, because it re- like reflect. It reflects, doesn't it? And mm. it's like the clouds in the sky. But do you reckon people clean it? Do you reckon someone gets paid to clean know. it like once a week? The bean closed as coronavirus, but how do you close the bean? To stop people gathering. I don't know how to Google this question. <laughs> What's, What's his the name? question? Why he doesn't like... Oh, you can go inside it. Like Spaceship Earth? Apparently it's wooden inside. Ooh. It's made by Indian-born British artist Sir Arnish Kapoor. Okay. Why doesn't... Arnish Kapoor, like it being called the Bean. Let's do that. <laughs> what a sentence. Why is Arnish Kapoor called Bean Boys? What just come up? Bean Boy. Oh, apparently he's grown fond of it now. Oh, well, that's a that's a disappointment to hear. Are I they painting to, I wanted, the Bean I, black? <laughs> I wanted some scalding hot tears to oh. why he hates it being called the Bean. Oh, I think. Um, Go on. There was this controversy <laughs> with this paint that he that someone made. <gasps> is that the one that's like the black? Ultra black. black, yeah. And he painted it black, which it doesn't even look real, does it? No. That's how black it is. It's like the blackest black, and someone made he like an even blacker black yeah. and said on the, there was this whole drama around. It says on the I tube there was that drama he, he can't it. buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what all the drama about the, around the bean was. Yeah, the, no, the black paint. I think you can get. You can buy this paint that's like it's either the blackest black. It's like a light absorbing, isn't it's it? It's either the blackest black or like the pinkest pink or something. Yeah. And it's like the most perfect color. And in order to like, buy it, in order to buy the paint, you have to like tick a box online that's and like agree that you are not this one specific yeah. person. Because they like actually refuse to sell it to him for being an arsehole or something. Yeah. But he apparently yeah. they painted the yeah. the locals have. <laughs> Sorry. Taken to calling it the black bean. <laughs> That's my nickname. Oh my god. Anyways, all there's. Anyways, all. Is it still black? I don't, I don't think, think it so. is. Did I take it off? Oh, that was the artist buys rights to a black pigment, so others can't use it. Gets trolled in return. Yeah. Oh yeah, he must have bought the the blackest black and said, look, nobody else can use it. So somebody else created like the pinkest pink and was like, "Yeah, we're not selling <laughs> it to you." There was loads of Facebook events. One said, "Windex the bean." <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> someone then there was another one saying paint the bean black so they can't windex it. And then someone said, pour paint thinner on the bean after they paint it black so we can windex <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait, so I don't even know if they did paint the bean black or whether it's just Photoshop, but um It says that apparently, sometime last year, science invented Vanta Black, which is the darkest possible shade of black. Art World got incredibly excited, but it needs to be very carefully made in a lab. It's hard to get hold of and extremely expensive. Enter Arnish Kapoor, aka Fuckface McGee. <laughs> Arnish Kapoor buys the rights to Vanta Black. He is the only human being on the planet that can legally use it, and he's kind of a prick about it. Art World is not thrilled about that. Enter Stuart Semple. Stuart Semple is an artist and also makes pigments to sell in his free time. Semple is astoundingly pissed about this Vanta Black nonsense and Arnish Kapoor's dickery. Stuart Semple makes a new pigment the brightest shade I've ever called the pinkest pink. I didn't know about this part. Yeah, you did apparently. I did. Puts it I for sale everything. on the internet to be bought by everybody except Arnish. <laughs> Literally to purchase, you need to confirm yeah. that you are not Arnish Kapoor. Do not associate with him and will not sell or give the pigment to him <laughs> or his associates. That's really funny. Love that. Don't you just love, like, petty art world stuff? Arnish Kapoor, however, is a penis and will not take this line down because how dare he literally have is literally... Is that what it says in the article? Not have literally everything. Yeah, this article's on a website called boardpanda.com. Oh. Arnish Kapoor gets his London associates to buy him a thing of pinkest pink. And being such a classy human being, posts a picture to his Instagram of him with his middle finger covered in pinkest pink, captured with up yours, hashtag pink. This man. Some people have got too much time on their hands. This is this is really. I want to carry on with this article. It's really interesting. Everyone, because like I'm just finding a lot of this out now. Everyone flips their shit because you know, fuck that guy, especially Stuart Semple. For context here, Arnish Kapoor is one of the richest artists on the planet and has repeatedly been referred to as everything wrong with the art world and the epitome of art world's elitism problem. Meanwhile, Stuart Semple makes pigments just to get them out there. He turns zero profit from his now enormously popular pigments. Stuart Semple launches an investigation as to who the fuck leaked Pinkest Pink and plans to strike back. He does so by releasing two new products. First is Diamond Dust, which is a glitter made from glass so that a painting is still visible after it's applied. But glitter's like a mofo. It's Yeah, so I'm... you can see the colour underneath, so it's like translucent. But, ah. but once the paint's dried, you, you'll be able to see the colour through the glass, but it's still okay. get glittery. It's the most reflective glitter out there and it's available to everyone who isn't Arnish Kapoor. <laughs> and it being... So, like, childish <laughs> and petty. And it being made of glass, if you stick your finger in there, it's going to hurt quite a bit. Oh, so because he was... stuck his finger in the pink? Yeah. So that was Stuart Semple's way of saying, shove your middle finger in this asshole, see what happens. Yeah. He also releases Black 2.0, created with the help of over a thousand artists worldwide. Black 2.0 is the answer to Vanta Black. Black 2.0 is a slightly less black black, but looks functionally the same to the human eye. It's completely safe, smells like cherries and costs £4. Because if anybody out there doesn't know, do you know what Vanta Black is? It's that stuff that literally absorbs every ounce of light. So whatever you paint in Vanta Black looks 2D. Yeah. 
It looks like it just doesn't. If you painted that mug, yeah, it's in, got a sculpture yeah. here that shows it's like a unicorn head painted black, but it just looks like a a sh- like a, a silhouette. D- yeah, it's just like it removes any shape or dimension from things, so they yeah. just look completely flat. It's crazy. So this says that Vanta Black's highly toxic, potentially explosive, and needs <laughs> to be applied in a special lab and sealed properly. Can't be moved across borders. Can reach three hundred degrees Celsius <laughs> if you're not extremely careful, and costs thousands of dollars. Safe to use then. So, but the the black two point is safe. Smells like cherries and costs four pounds. <laughs> Arnish, Kapoor, I, that's hilarious. Isn't that so funny? Arnish Kapoor is the only human who can use Vanta Black. He's the only human who can't use black two point <laughs> And and then it says thus the feud ends. Kapoor defeated, but not quite. Kapoor, in his entire affair, has made exactly two comments to the public. The first being his charming message about acquiring Pinky's Pink. The second being claiming to BuzzFeed that he and his small army of lawyers will be suing Semple. <laughs> an extremely poor artist who cannot afford a lawyer. No lawsuit has been made yet. Not being described as extremely poor. I oh, know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, Kapoor is a prick and doesn't like talking to the lower classes. So one day in July 2017, he decides he needs another floor on his London studio apartment and starts making arrangements to have it built. His neighbours are fucking pissed because this will ruin the light of their apartments. They call to Semple to save them, or at least the very least... Or at the very least, piss Kapoor off some more. Semple answers to the call, releases two new paints, Phase and Shift, as always banned to Kapoor. They change colours, Phase and Temperature, and Shift is just iridescent. Shift needs to be painted over black 2.0 to work, and Phase just works on its own. So that's been the art world for the last two years. Basically, get this article says, basically, get fucked, Arnish Kapoor, your bean sucks. <laughs> so just feel bad to black. And then there's like that is like holy concept trolling where people are on fucking Facebook doing events. Paint the bean pinkest pink to annoy sculptor Arnish Kapoor. That's so funny. What paint it a colour? Kiss the bean for Arnish's birthday. (laughs) Arnish Elizabeth Kapoor. Wow, I really yeah, I really did not know that we were going to get so deep into the bean thing. I can't believe you've never heard of that before. I have heard of it. I just didn't know every detail. Oh, okay. I forgot like the twists and turns of that. That's crazy. <laughs> if that's what art history's like, sign me up. It's just about the bean. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to the bean. Just for that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So basically, fuck elitist artist Damien Hurst. In summary, I feel like Arnish Kapoor and Damien Hurst would be friends. Probably. I literally don't know anything about Damien Hurst as a person, though. So. I don't even know. He looks like he could, he could be like the nicest guy ever, and we're like, I just really dislike his artwork. I don't know, man. I feel like when people are really rich, they're probably a dick. Oh my god, he looks like Bono. Let me see. It's, it's the glasses. See, I don't mind the the colorful the dot the colorful dot work. Yeah. I like his, I like the artwork that Damien Hurst does. That's just like the colorful yeah, circles. Yeah, I like that. I think, that's, I think that's the animals. Nice. The, anim- as... the animals in the like clear liquid that what stops them from liquid? rotting. I want to know. It's just oh, like I, I don't. Know. I really dislike it. I really dislike it. There's one called the physical impossibility of death in the mind of someone living, and it's a, a shark. shark. In. Tiger shark submerged in formaldehyde. I knew it was formaldehyde, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong and I sounded really stupid. <laughs> but yeah. Your but man's putting shit in... Uh, chemicals. Oh my God, there's 
an article by Time Out three days ago saying it's your last chance to catch Damien Hurst's show of pickled sharks and dead cows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, he's got a 27-year-old girlfriend and he's 55. I'll get it. Right, Damien, work. Damien. 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 So yeah, that's our that's our hot take on the artwork, which isn't that hot. It is. I really, 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 really need a wee. Oh, okay. Let's uh, wrap up there, (laughs) bud. Okay, darling. All right, babes. I will see you this time again next week, love. Hopefully, we'll have more of an interesting week. (laughs) Yeah. What's um? What should we talk about next week? Um, everyone, tweet us and tell us what you want. You want some true crime? That's my only idea. What else is a? Let's definitely talk about some more true crime. I really want to do another true crime episode because I want to do that Catherine Knight. That shit's crazy. Okay, you get a story and I'll get a story. Okay, we're going to tell each other a true crime. Yeah. True crime each other. We'll have a true crime off. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I actually love that idea. A true crime off. Love that. Okay. Okay. Sick one. All right, babe. All right, girly. Make sure you go and follow us over on the Twitter. At So True Bestie Pod. And Should we start an Instagram? Uh, well, I, I went to the other day. Oh, yes, yeah, someone's and got her handle. Somebody's, got, somebody's already got the handle at So True Bestie Pod Why on would Instagram. They have that? It's not like there's another pod out there called that. I don't know. We should DM them and be like. Adam's watching. Ad- oh, shout. Something's happening in the Formula One. We better go and find out yeah, what. Maybe we should call it So True Bestie Insta. I don't know. Me neither. Well, we'll look, I'll look into it. I do want us to start on Instagram, though, because then we can start posting pictures and, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but definitely go over to the Twitter. Yes, please do, and tell us what you want to see. And Joe, although I moan at Joe for not tweeting when we upload, when I upload at, like, stupid o'clock on a <laughs> fucking Tuesday night when it's supposed to be up Monday morning, he does tweet, like, things that aren't just promotional, which yeah, I Yeah, like. no, I, I do go on there sometimes and just tweet during the day. Yeah. Like, I was asking the other day if people wanted us to do a mukbang episode. And Brett said yes. Yeah, I love that. What a freak. Brett, you want to listen to us chew, you freak? What a freak. <laughs> no offence if you love mukbangs, but full offence of you, Brett. But full <laughs> Anyway, so... Um, I will see you next week, Brett. Okay. There's a phone here that's not hooked up, like a landline, and I just love using it as a prop. Because you have Hello? To, I had to get a landline so I could have Wi-Fi. That's really stupid and outdated. It's 2021. Anyway, anyways, I'll... anyways, I'll, I'll see you. Um, see you next week, love. Yeah, love you, besties. Bye. Bye.